2: or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Hi, I'm Kate Berlant. I'm Jacqueline Novak. And this is POOG, an ongoing conversation about wellness between two obsessive friends. Two untamable intellects. This is our hobby. This is our hell. This is our naked desire for free products. This This is is POOG. POOG. Today's topics, loosely speaking, pencil,
5: pencil, pumice, the the shell.
4: Instantly, I'm reading you as being euphoric.
3: Is it because you just did Tracy? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: God. I mean, it can okay. only be
3: that, and I turned the day around. I, I can't wait to tell you. Okay, I, I turned I the day love around. When they, I love turning the day around. Okay, go ahead. I know, it's Launch. a shock. It's a shock. Launch. All right, so, sorry if you can hear Mabel in her litter box, one of the sweetest sounds, because, of course, you hear nothing except for the sound of her covering, you know, what she's done. Her shame. Anyway, the scraping. Yeah. Probably can't hear it. I turned the day around. The last two days I've woken up, you know, with a scattered sensation. Mm-hmm. You know when you have these dreams that are not the kind that wrap up with a neat little um, symbolic sort of thing to take into your day, but it's just what feels like eight hours of admin in the night. <laughs> oh, God. You do admin in, in your dreams? It's more like di- like just like bullshit with other people and dealing with like random shit. It's annoying. No wonder I'm so reclusive. Sorry, I was going to gasp because you...
4: I had a dream with you. So it's, oh just, it's interesting to me that you're, you like never appear in my dreams. Okay. Almost never. I had a dream the other night. This is so just like classic anxiety dream or something, but you and John early mm-hmm. abandoned me at some party in Manhattan. And you were like, it was like, I was looking out the skyline and you had left. And I was like, where'd you guys go? And you're like, Oh, we left. And I was like, you left without
3: me again. Nothing interesting there. Just like, well, I think it's it's fabulous. I'm almost like thrilled to have like, like, been the bitch for once in my well, life. Well, I I have to say
4: that I'm actually, yeah. I'm taking a, a a dream course next week. I'm starting to. I, I've decided, I've decided that I need a Jungian Log for once and for analyst.
3: All. Wait, are you gonna go into proper Jungian analysis? Because it's time. So I'm I'm applying for one. Okay, I want in as well, and I don't know. I'll send you the application. It takes like many months to be matched with someone. Oh, of course. Oh no, to be matched. All right, it's time. It's time. No, no, no. This is like through like the Young Institute, and yes. it takes a long okay. time. But you can get in there, and I want in. No, I've, I've I've danced upon their site. I mean, it's years long work. You know, years. Which of course it is, <laughs> right?
4: And I have to say, there is something in a post-COVID world about being like, oh, I could do it on Zoom. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh yeah. Like I love in person, but
3: but is it necessary? Sorry, go back with your dream. So no, it's just endless admin, and it's been this way the last two nights. And I wake up with a sort of scattered feeling. Okay. And I've realized, and so what did I do? I took to I took to the oldest thing pot. Well, I made my coffee. I went out into the sun and I just go out in the sun like a grump, like let the sun warm me, fix me. (laughs) Of course I slap on SPF first. Okay. Yeah. I do that. I slap on my visor, my SPF. I get out there and And I sit down like, and I'm like, all right, warm me, wake me. What's happening? What time is it? I'm just trying to get a full... Like 7.30 or something. Oh, wow. Because here's the thing. These days, dinner, television, fall right asleep. When are you asleep? I've been noticing your early mornings and your... Yeah. Yeah, Like sometimes by 10.30. Mm, (laughs) That's my dream. 10.30 lights out to me is the dream. But it's happening as a result of, I mean... (laughs) It only took me 20 years to notice. If you get up early, you might go to bed early. Okay. But honestly.
4: (laughs) When the rumors are true, it stings. I know. It (laughs) stings.
3: It stings. And I guess what it is is, you know, I've basically come to realize that after I eat, I can do nothing. It's over. I can't believe that. Yeah. And so it's like dinner. If dinner is going to be of any substance, it's over, folks. So now I'm just like, well, fuck it. Why am I, if if I'm going to stay up again, like if I'm going to eat dinner at six, Or at seven or at eight. If I'm up at midnight, it's it's time for another full meal. Right, right, of course. So it's almost like I don't want to be one of these people that goes to bed to stop eating. (laughs) (laughs) I remember a guy on The Biggest Loser. It was some guy who lost a lot of weight and it was like, yeah, I just started to go to bed early. And to me, that's just like, yikes. Anyway, take me back. So I'm up early, I'm at the sun. Things are. I'm in the sun, and I I'm feeling. You know, eight hours of admin has just unfolded. Where'd you go? I <laughs> I went. I looked yeah. out the window. I saw this
4: the light hitting the plants, and I thought, "What a deep contemplation." What if life is easy? Because I'm hearing you talk about this, like going to bed early, waking up yeah. early, and I've been thinking about. <sighs> we talk about the poo, but it's just like the embarrassment of like water, exercise, eat well. Like, how dare like, we
3: talk how- about life if we're not on top of those?
4: Kind of? Yeah, something like that. Or just like hydration, like all these things. And I was listening to a podcast earlier. It's all about, you know, regulating the nervous system and all this. And it's like, all right, like breathing. Like, it's just how could it be so it's not how. Why is it? Why are the easy things the hardest?
3: You know, because they bore us. You know, we have roving <laughs> okay, and we simply can't be bothered.
4: And also, I just at the end of the day, I refuse to live like a monk. Right. I, I believe no, we've talked I- about this. We embrace imbalance. There's no. You
3: know, and the laugh is, you know, no monks are coming for us. And, and and even monks or the nervous system, they're not asking for much. Even monks get the blues, baby. <laughs> well, ain't that the <laughs> truth. OK, you think that the only tear that falls from monks eyes, a tear of recognition of beauty? I think not. Well, that's the thing. It's like so the crying monk. It's like, well, was it worth it? You know what I mean? It's like so here's someone who lives this
4: life, right, of like completely devoted six, journaling you. with the, with the yeah. water lemon and the. And, and all of it and they're like their vagus nerve is fully calm they're right. still going to be triggered by something and then slip into and yet complete... if they're not what's the point
3: like to, to to be born that's why I can't
4: get behind any specific regimen of any kind
3: yeah to be born to live in ecstasy and to die I mean surely you're, we're not sent here for that are we and I think that's what we know right like we intuit that we're not merely here to transcend this plane or we wouldn't need to be here. So I feel like there's a sense that we're supposed to like get in the fucking muck of it, right, and develop right. some grudges in order to release ourselves of things. yeah, it's very grudges. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's it's there's an interplay. So so continue. You know what I mean? Like I don't know when there are these visions of this. You no, know, the serene water without a wave, or you
4: know, like the the undisturbed yeah. waters. It's just well, like, what
3: is like what is you know a calm human? You know, like what is that? Like I, I don't know. I mean, surely the moment that we all transcend. Our emotions and bodies, the universe blinks out of existence. Yeah, exactly. So, what exactly. are you left to do on a goddamn Tuesday? Yeah, what a bore. Raising the vibration, as they say. I mean, but, but. Oh my God,
4: oh my God. I just want to say yes. this because really it happened to me today. Doesn't have to be quick. I've been really quickly. Why not let it be long? I let it be long, been, I said. Okay. I was, was, I have this like admin thing, right? That involves going to the bank that I've been putting off for 6,000 years. Of course. And today I was like, I don't want to do it. I was like, you're doing it. And like, I I started to do it. And I started to get truly agitated in my, in my body. I was like, "Uh, uh," and then I was like, you're going to do it. Mm. And I was getting ready to go to the bank. And I said out loud, just about going to the bank, I said, you're strong. (laughs) I was like, you can do it. You're strong. Like about going to bank of America. Of course. And by the way, huge thing, truly texted my mother. I was like, and I folded it into, I, I tried to pretend it wasn't a big deal. I was like, yeah, I'm just doing like running errands. Like I'm going to the bank to like deal with this stuff. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? And we'll then play the casualness. I Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'm just simply. Yeah. And then I. The bank was closed. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> the bank was closed. And it was like. Wow. It was perfect. Of course. There's nothing to even discuss. The meaning is clear. Right. I just about. Committed arson. <laughs> it was just <laughs> like it was like the work that I did to get myself to that place.
3: Well, that to me is. I know we we spoke of this on a recent recording of Poog, when the thing is anticlimactic, <clears throat> and and then we insist that therefore that that is its own dramatic end. The non end is an end. Well, isn't I mean? You but you know what that- I mean? It's forcing meaning, so it's like it's like if you succeeded in the bank task, that would have held a certain meaning, right? But isn't it even more meaningful the way that I didn't have it a way, <laughs> way more you know, meaningful. You
4: can finally be ready and get yourself you know, ready to do it. And it, the universe has other plans. And I've, then I checks it through people like banks closed on Saturday. What is this? Oh, wow. I thought banks were closed on Sunday. Bargaining. You're bargaining. What?
3: You were, you know, the phases, the denial of, they're the. Oh, of oh, right. Of course. You're, in, you're still in bargaining, I think. Or guess yeah. like denial. That's the, yeah. Yeah. You know, it applies. It applies.
4: So hey, wait, go back. I want you to take me back to where you were, where you were going.
3: Well, ju- all it was is that ecstasy. Okay, I turned that I've turned the day around, and it's because I I woke up, my mind's darting about from everything from what's right in front of my eyeballs. Okay, like my plants and deciding, wondering if bougainvillea or whatever. And I, I say it that way, and I don't know what to say about it. You're fine. You're fine. If I need to if I need to trim it to get more brack brackies uh, blooms or whatever. Okay, so my mind falls on that, but it's because over on the other side of my mind is all the stuff that I'm sort of vaguely concerned about and don't know how to move forward with and don't have, you know, a direct path to solving. Meanwhile, when I glance over over here and I go, "Hmm, plants, you know, I should just buy one. I should get one that's fully formed." Then I immediately run to, you know, the OfferUp app or something, right, and start searching for whatever. So it's like I run to the app for the thing. Yeah. From <laughs> so there, I feel the grumpy, non-refreshed sense yeah. of morning and I go, "All right, I'm going to turn to the oldest trick in the book, folks." A journal and a pen, okay? Yeah, it works. Now, couldn't find my journal. Couldn't find my journal. (laughs) Yeah. It was a very specific one I was looking for. Really nice. Got it on the road. Couldn't find it. Grabbed a thick piece of cardstock paper in a pinch, okay? Uh uh Suddenly couldn't find a pen. What a laugh. A fingernail will do. Yeah, I found something else. Took it out front, sat there, and began to tether the brain to the page. Now, Mm. immediately I remark on the fact that the way the pen slows you. The way the way putting, putting pen to page. It hurts the hand. Hurts the hand. It slows you. So much so that it reveals the, the very problem with the mind. That it's quicksilver up there. That there is no weight and no time up in the mind. You can go anywhere. You can follow any path without any felt loss. And that's it's the chaos. Danger. Yeah. Fucking chaos. You can fly to the moon and back, you know, using a word alone. Oh. But the page... Being forced, and, and then I've realized that typing, unfortunately, is also too fast. Mm. Okay, typing, I can fly nearly at the speed of my own thoughts. I can throw a parenthetical in there. I can jot a note. If I have some other angle I want to go down, I can quickly open a new doc, start that, title that, and then go back to this doc. It can, it can pile up at the same speed. If I'm forced to literally drag lead across a page, you know, I remember learning this in, in like, science. Paper's harder than lead. Okay, like you were rubbing the two against each other and one is rubbing off on the other. Like, of course, of course, paper's harder than lead. But. Wow. I love it. There's something really satisfying that the paper is literally like, that's what's happening. We think of it as like depositing. We think, of, I feel like we think of the the pencil, excuse me. Yeah. As depositing color onto a page. When in fact, the page is dragging it off of it with its own roughness. The page is the. The page is forcing it out. What's <laughs> the, the pumice? Wow, and the pencil is the foot.
4: Yeah. Wait, let me take a second. Let me take a second. Isn't that
3: weird? Drag a pen, drag a pencil across. Yeah. Or, or here's another way to think of it: hold the pencil still and yeah. drag a hard piece of paper across it. It's pulling, oh. pulling it off. It's pulling it off that. Yeah, you'll feel it the next time you drag a, a pencil. You're like, oh. No,
4: I'm, I'm, I'm understanding it. You know, this is getting. Um, I'm going back to the SATs. Even you just simply trying mm. to. Create an analogy. You said the the foot is the. Mm -hmm. Would you say the pumice the um? Mm -hmm. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. See, (laughs) it (laughs) starts. The paper is the pumice, and the foot is the pen. Right.
3: I just haven't thought in those terms for so long, and I started
4: to shut down.
3: Oh, you mean in terms of um, literal, memory, literal metaphor, like as as the if if the car if a car is to a garage as a blank is to a blank. Yeah.
2: Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
3: Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu.
4: Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunfee's.
3: Helps you for those quick real-world interactions. Like how to order food or ask for directions. How to have a decent conversation with a merchant. And who doesn't want to go on vacation? and know the language. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription. But only for our listeners at babbel.com poog. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash poog. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot
4: com slash poog. Rules and restrictions may apply.
3: Bean Dad.
0: The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they?
4: can you multitask? And what is the relationship? And
3: once again, where were you? And I, and I want to go have you finish your thought. Well, the realization is because by the way, the other piece of this morning about multitasking, I mean, the other piece was my phone was, was not, not around. Okay. I left it in the other room. I went outside in with order my, to write. Truly my, my piece of, piece of paper and, and my pencil.
4: Oh, wait, I'm sorry. So I want to hear how did the journaling, how did it feel? So
3: I sit there with my thing and I begin. Okay. And I just go like, hello. Okay. But, and then I'm like, all right, what's like flying up for me? I was like, felt the need to note the time. Like I'm in the sun. It's the morning. Oh, I always you know, do that. Whatever. That's great. Yeah. Okay. I just note that. Okay. And then I just go, all right, what's f- like feeling all over the place. Right. All right. Okay. Let's, let's parse it. Let's tether this to the page and figure it out. Okay. Largo. Okay. <laughs> I have anxiety. Cause I have yeah. Largo show tonight. Right. That's the yeah, first thing I jot course. down. Let's take a second and sort of like, look at why. What am I freaked out about here? Nothing worse than an exciting big plan on the horizon. Yeah. Okay, so there's that. And I, I was able to recognize that I simultaneously, there's a little part of me that's relieved or even grateful to have the anxiety of the thing because having to go do these things that I claim are my life's purpose, get me out of the house and whatever. And I, yes. I get bummed out when I don't have them. So it's yes. like, whatever. I was able to see the other side of that a little bit and go, all right. And then I was able to parse through like three particular things I was anxious about and kind of like look at them and go, you know, is that really it? And Whatever. Boom. Then I moved to whatever was next. I was like, all right, what else? Was something else lurking here? And I sort of moved through them. And as I went, there were moments where something like my uh, eyes fell upon my plant and I started to wonder if I should get a different structure for my wisteria. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay, if I need to undo the careful winding I had done around this one poll and then go, okay, oh, do I need a pergola? You know, whatever. And I decided to note that within this ongoing paragraph. Note the thought that normally I would then go and research with my phone if I was on my phone. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. I was able to feel by being in the page, I was able to feel that right now if I were on my phone, there you I would go. Google that yeah. thing. Then I'd be in the app and I might be there all day. Yep. For example, I lost a day to you sending me whatever the hell you got on offer uh-huh. up recently. Wait. I forget. Oh, my chair. Oh, my God. I bought...
4: I got Yeah, orange. I thought... Oh, yeah. I um, a Herman Miller ergonomically yes. safe. Aaron. Whatever the hell.
3: Aaron I got it for a steal on OfferUp. Although they were it like... reminded me Yeah. of OfferUp. And I went and, and basically oh, I've been have on there for weeks now. Okay. Yeah. But I lost that whole day. And later you checked in on something else. And I'm like, isn't it interesting? So... And, you know, an offer up or any app, the app doesn't tell you to leave. You know what I mean? They, I they want you to be there all the day. Why wouldn't they? Right. They so want it's your like, whole life. They want your children's lives. So I did a little circle. Anything that's like that. Oh, you know what? I need to buy batteries. OK, I write that in, but I don't go off and handle it because I, I was every time these thoughts occurred to me while I was writing, I thought, OK, if I were on my phone right now, I'd go I'd go to the website, I'd, I'd add, or I'd start a, a shopping cart on Instacart or something. Yeah. And I'd start adding stuff and then I'd see the stuff that was in my thing and I'd go into that whole mode. It's just, I mean, this is distraction. This is, this is nothing. Yes. This is utter, an utter bore. <laughs> but anyway, I, I was able to get get back out and continue on the sentence. Okay. And I just put a little circle next to anything that was almost like something that might need to be returned to an idea. I don't have to then execute the idea at that moment for fear of forgetting it. Right cause I've noted it and I worked out some anxiety I was having about reviewing, reviewing my materials before my show yeah. and like found a way, like remembered a whole thing because I, I was like, Oh yeah. And found a way into that. And then like courageously began reviewing the materials. It's So courageous to begin. I was like, I'll see you back here to myself in the journal. Yeah. <gasps> like after. Yeah. And then I did that. Yeah. And then I, I did Tracy and turning the day around. There's nothing. This is the thing that I,
4: always I'm shocked by it. the mood is it's just all ephemeral. You can, I can feel deep despondence and then 45 minutes later, I feel Christ entering Christ's hands on my back yeah. telling me it's all going to be okay. It's like, so you saying that last night, cause I've been going to bed early. I get, I get sleepy early these days, but last night I was at a friend's house till midnight, not to brag, speeding down the highway, got home. And then at like 1248 purchased a blue light blocker,
3: whatever, like clip-on reading light. Wait, the very one we were talking about the other day? Because you sent me their website, Blue Blocks or whatever. Blue Blocks. And and the reading light was what I wanted because, I mean, to think, lying in bed. The clip-on? The clip-on. That's the one I want. That's what I got. Because I'm like, I want to live in a pre – I want to live in a Renaissance world,
4: as we all do, but it's like I have this vision of what my bedroom could be to me, and that involves, of course, the – the, um, the bedside table with the abalone and the, the right. incense. And you know what? I have to say, I'm formally not acknowledging that Let, candles are bad well, for you. You mean the, um, the I, toxin I'm part? making the formal decision that I accept the toxins right. and I will not be. You will not be afraid. I will not be adjusting my lifestyle.
3: No, you enjoy candle and that will do a lot for you. Candles
4: bring too much joy. And I'm not even talking about a scented candle. I just mean, I mean, that isn't referencing because that's what I have in my bedroom, but Candles at the dinner table. Candles are one of the only reasons to live.
3: To live. Yeah. They're one of the few things we've got. Like I'm not even remotely exaggerating. Have you seen the candle emoji? I mean, recently, because by the way, it's gorgeous. To refuse
4: candlelight is actually to, I would, to scorn not only the gods, but Neanderthals. It's to scorn fire itself. And the reason that we are even here. And the only thing that ever brought us together, arguably fire. The flame. Who that? I don't care.
3: Let the flame be toxic. Let
4: the chemicals burn. Let it happen. Right. I'm not giving up candles. So I, because for a while I was like, okay, I'm, a trans, I'm switching to an oil diffuser. And God bless an oil diffuser. Although, of course, I immediately freeze when it's like, and after 14 burns, you know, then I'm like, I have to introduce, I have to clean it with white vinegar. I'm going to, no, I'm going to collapse into non-meaning. I don't, I cannot. I know. So, so who's keeping a log? So just to get this straight. I know. Yeah, who's keeping a log? Someone's keeping a little log, and
3: going. Well, I use the oil diffuser again. I also have to. Well, you know what like I it. do, Kate? I-, I take a little sticker and I stick it on the bottom half of the thing. Yeah, and then I write and it down I the, date. the little date on there. Oh my! I and mean, that's a joke, but can God. you imagine? I'm trying to think if I have anything. If I do that in any single area, we have a little chore wheel, and what we do is, you know, it's just like it's. Um, it's never going to be me. It's all of that stuff. Is anyone doing it? They must be. I I, I mean, I th- s- some brains are capable. Like, I feel like no. I'm
4: having the urge for you to free me right now because I'm like, yeah. you know, it's five o'clock and I already thought that I was going to get writing done today. I haven't, but I'm fine. I did, you know, I I I, t- I tidied up the house. I went grocery shopping.
3: I went on a walk. You know, I'm. <laughs> but I'm You're like defending the day in your inner corner. I'm defending the
4: day, but I'm like, it can still. Thank God, it's still bright out, but I can still do work. I can still like I see your glow yes. having turned the day around, and I'm like, I can still
3: emerge from my office victorious that I was productive I can still I can turn you around you want to hear me do it yeah okay so you have to let go of the running start model okay you have to let go Mm. the feeling that that you have to have the runway that you have to have the runway of a perfect morning to lead into the perfect productivity (sighs) that you're looking to happen without with comfort okay this is huge this is huge are you ready and this is something that I learned in one sense from that book the Van Gogh blues the artist's path through depression okay yeah yeah it's like, you know, he he's talking about like not being too precious about, you know, your your creative path. And oh, these things have to be like this for me to write. And da, da, da. he's like, you need to be able. And I, I think this is what he said. This is at least how I remember it. you need to be like on a bench. I don't know why I remember it this way. I could be wrong. But I remember it as like you need to be like on a bench, like eating a hot dog. And there's like mustard on your fingers. And like you still can get down to it and write the idea in your journal.
4: Painting with the mustard. Okay? Painting with the journaling with the mustard, you're saying.
3: Just like with it stuck on your fingers. Not like, <laughs> yeah, I have yeah, no, to get no. the mustard off my If hands. you wait
4: for the perfect conditions, you'll be waiting forever, of course. Yeah.
3: And the thrill. And then also in another thing in that book, How to Write a Screenplay in 28 Days or something, 21 Days, <laughs> I think, Vicki King. A book I read in high school. <laughs> you know, she tells this story about having like diarrhea, like being stuck on the toilet, knowing that she could use that as an excuse to like not get her writing done, essentially. Mm. Anyone else would accept it. But like. And it's just, you know, because I was thinking about this the other day when I was working out. I was thinking about, like, the whole, like, you're only cheating yourself and how that is never convincing or or appealing. When when it says you're only cheating yourself, it's like there's something about it that feels, like, annoying. It's like, no, fuck you. I'm winning because now I'm relaxing and I'm not doing the sit up. So it's not quite that. Yeah, it doesn't work. But it was this. So that phrasing is too loaded. But it's like (sighs) I, I lost the thread. But the point is what I have found is that there's a relief when you give up trying to make it. Pleasant. Oh. <laughs> I needed to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just it's such a fucking relief because you just go and every day I'm going to try to make it pleasant. It's never going to stop. Okay. That that instinct's never going to stop. I'm always going to be searching for ways to make it pain free. Okay. But if you just right now it's five. Okay. Yes. You had visions for how the day would unfold. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay. And whatever. If you did an hour of work, you know, on Huge. the task that you don't want to do. Yeah. And you just sat down I, 10 minutes from now or when we get off. OK, just planted your ass in a spot with a single, you know, cup of coffee, whatever you need. And did it. Yeah. And and set the timer. Try 20 minutes. See how you feel. I love you. No, no. I have to be
4: honest. It's huge. The hour as someone whose, you know, brain is a- absolutely atrophied from ADD and, and <laughs> phone addiction and all of this.
3: Only recently. I beg to differ. I see it. It's a glittering wonder still. But anyway, I'll let you continue. I
4: love you. But but I but I only recently realized that even just an hour feels somehow doable. That if I actually sit in the office and really do just work solidly for an hour, I'm like flooded with euphoria and I feel like I can do anything.
3: Oh. I once went, went from being literally on the floor and probably I don't know if I ever told this story on poop, but I went from literally being on the floor. Yeah. Sobbing in depression. <laughs> yeah. To up at my up at my desk, upright in a spotless room, uh, having reinvented time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Someone would tell the room is spotless. That helps. No, I made it spotless. That was the journey. Oh, I'm I, I sorry. Okay. I, I okay. yes, I got it. So so from lying in a pile on the floor sobbing, okay, to upright at a, at a now clean desk, um, working my way through the problem of time. And And, you know, one wonders, was it, did I go too high? Did I soar too high? Okay. But I don't, have I not talked about this on, on, on POOG, the, the post-its? I just said post-it.
4: Yeah. But no, but I, I love what you're saying. And you've helped me. This is something in our friendship that you've continually, a theme that continues is you telling me to just like, accept
3: that, um things aren't easy. <laughs> I don't know
4: <laughs> that it's like I can't create the pleasurable experience. I just love pleasure so much.
3: So do I, though. I don't want uh-huh. I don't want to be mistaken because I, I no, spend no, I, all my time trying to avoid pain. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I know this so well. You know what I mean? Like I, I make no mistake. I give advice. I struggle the, to follow
4: the, the writing in the morning light. And that's why because that, there was a time even on Pug not so long ago that I was doing this like mornings. Right. I was like, it's all the morning. Right. And I was waking up in the morning light and on mornings. my face yeah. writing. And that was glorious, and it doesn't mean I can't continue that again, but I can't abuse myself for having let go of that schedule. And I can still have a great evening. <laughs> well, I already have yes. a bath plan. My bath is going to be my treat after I work for an
3: hour. God, if only there was a way to realize the work as the treat.
4: Well, I realize – I'm actually having a lot less dread. Historic, Like right now, for whatever reason, I'm having – it's still so hard, but I'm having so much less dread than I've had in the, in the past toward doing this. I mean, I'm, and guess what? You yeah. can think in the bathtub, which I realized the other day. I was in the tub and I was mm-hmm. like, wait, I can think about ideas in here. You can choose
3: what you're going to think about.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It is frustrating when you can't write it down, but yeah.
3: Well, I have a little, I have a little notepad in our shower waterproof that sticks against the wall. It's called, I forget what it's called, but it's, the little tagline is no bad ideas down the drain. <laughs> genius. I know. Simply genius. It's a charmer. But, you know, I just, I i, I pitch this this taskmaster shit at you because I, I berate myself with it throughout the day. So I don't want you to suffer at the very hands of, but I actually mean there is, because I'm, I'm not one of these life's hard, kid. I, I do believe. No, I know you're not. You know, so it's like, no, it's, it's a like, deep relief, what you're saying. It's a deep relief. There's a way in where you can go. Like, sometimes, like, like the one thing that will get me past my own avoidance is, like, this kind of furious, uh, put-upon kind of anger. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I'll just have to show them how it's done then or something. I, I don't yeah. know. I'm not really sure what it is. But it's like, it's like I guess it's going to fucking suck. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and then, like, in I go with a kind of rage. I mean, this is this. Is, I guess how people get addicted to, to, to rage. I, I don't know. I don't know. the The answers aren't there, and and every day we we are new. You know. I know it's true. I mean, that's that's the the revelations only last.
4: They're so brief.
3: Well, they're brief, and there's. I mean, I hate to say it. I hate what I'm about to say. Are you ready? I hate it so much. You know, the revelations are great, but they're not action. <laughs>
4: okay. I know.
3: And. No, no yeah. more. What was
4: my? This is a while ago. I was like, no more epiphanies.
3: Yeah. No more epiphanies. Yeah, because you and me, we get ecst- we get ecstasy. Cling
4: to the epiphany. Yeah.
3: We get ecstasy and an epiphany, and I mean, and that's why I think you and me on the seabobs bobs, so <laughs> revelatory. Meanwhile, we were trying to have epiphanies during. I mean, not trying. We were. We were. That's we were the thing. When action takes over. Okay,
4: that's one thing. The sea Those moments when you're trying to when a moment is so perversely spectacular that you're like trying to instantly it's like the epiphany has to that was a moment in my life that I'll remember forever and it was this moment of like I've never been more free (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the ocean with you I feel it was like it was a dream state it was utterly surreal it was like full integration it was psychotic and even as I'm barreling on the water I'm going and what does this mean I'm still trying to locate meaning in it. I know Oh, cuz
3: it's too profound. The imagery is too profound. Always. I'm I'm always, you know, reaching for the pen inside of my um water vest or whatever, you know, inside of my flotation device. It's it's
4: And we were at each other screaming, being like this is outrageous!" like we yes. like Yeah. But
3: we weren't completely to our credit. We were in the mo- we were present. We, we were present. We stayed present, I have to say. Like we were. We were, I, no, we were absolutely present. Like we <laughs> kept diving back under the water. We couldn't we couldn't I actually could cry how much I want to go back. Well, it just and then we become locked in. You see, like even we're even us, we're fools. OK, because we become locked in on bobs, like literally the device itself. I know. OK. The motorized unit, I became convinced was the only pathway. The revelation it is what we need. And this is how people. Yeah. And this is how people chase, you know, chase things. And and that's that's fine. We're we're bound and it is what it is. But the being in the water with you, diving under and over. Okay, soaring, bouncing along. The simplicity of speeding the thing up. I mean, and I even in my own, you know, way. I mean, I believe I mentioned this, but my past life memories during that aren't that I don't necessarily believe are real. But when I zipped under the water, the ship, yeah, I heard myself in sort of captain's voice say, um, "We didn't have a thingamabobs like this in my day." Yeah, yeah. Like this would have been useful, like fishing Johnny out of the out of the depths, you know. The barracuda was in my dream the other night. I just remember. Are you serious? I almost yeah. sent you another picture of a
4: barracuda. For those who didn't listen to the episode, we <laughs> came across a barracuda and then later learned that we had been eerily close to having our faces lashed <laughs> off by, by a barracuda. Lashings? Using, uh, lacer- <laughs> sustained lacerations from a barracuda.
3: <laughs> sustained. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just think like there's something about being lashed by something soft. And that being violent, like, so not a tooth, right? Not a, not a barracuda's jaw, right? But like the, the, the violence of being lashed by the tail of a fish, for example. Yeah, yeah. It's funny Slice, to me.
4: the face sliced open by the tail of a fish.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, the, just, just softness. I've never had ocean. Plus speed equaling violence.
4: I've never had such an experience of the ocean as that. And I have, wait. Like if you were cut by the hem
3: of a woman's skirt, you know, yeah, as yeah. she shuffled by. Okay. Wait,
4: Jacqueline. I'm sure yes. you talked about in the podcast, but I just cannot remember. Did you talk about the shells?
3: I'm not sure because that's and a by the huge way, I just came across it again. It's huge.
4: My shell is on my desk, prominent display as like an ultra object to my subconscious. And we
3: were if if we did. I don't care. Okay, we're gonna tell it again. We'll tell it quicker this time. Yeah, we'll tell okay? quicker. But this is yeah. If you've heard it, just fast we're forward. We're snorkeling together in the crystal clear waters. Crystal clear. The sand is very clear. I spot what looks like just the, the most classic sort of Campbell soup. If if they had a sea-based variety noodle, okay, classic shell. Classic, you expect yeah. the kind of conch type, I guess. Yeah, and, yeah. and down I go, and I grab it. Describe the size, though. And even resting inside of it, yeah. the size—it's yeah. actually quite small. It's only yeah, yeah. probably I'm two just, inches. Yeah, just for it's the perfect. Crowd. Yeah. Um, in case anyone's listening, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and. There's a tiny shell lodged within it, but I, I I spot it, I grab it, and I show Kate. Okay, we we surface every couple of moments. We're at the
4: surface, bobbing,
3: yeah, you know, bobbing, and I go look. Okay. And I see Kate, Kate, recognize its beauty sort of in, an, in a just pure manner first. And then I see, you know, I guess, I don't know, greed, ego, lust, um, covet, covetous energy. I see the human, come, you know, fly up within her, animate within her and down she goes. OK, and I go, what's going on? OK, and I know what's going on, but I dive under to watch the show. And Kate is shopping. <laughs> Kate is scouring. The, yeah. the sand
4: unharmonious lust just <laughs> digging through the white sand there mu- where's my shell where's my shell i must find it and, and it, find one it, as good and yes it was of course sort of the... and then, i'm not kidding i pushed a fish out of the way there was this moment where i was like looking and there was like i i maybe i almost did i don't think my hand actually made contact with the fish Praised but i it. yeah practically like ugh, like shoot a a fish away because I I wanted, and I, I, became, a token. I became so overwhelmed because I attached so much meaning to this trip, to snorkeling, to me, snorkeling. And I was like, if I don't get one yeah. of these goddamn shells to take home and remind me of this experience, then the experience will dissolve instantly, right? I found a shell, folks. Just kind of telling you, I found a shell. And it does sit on my desk as a,
3: you know, uh, as a token to my lust, I guess. No, mine's sitting there, and I almost sent a picture of it. But there was this sort of moment of, I mean, I, I love moments where... You and a friend. There was something you know, else about it too. There was something else. You know what I mean? There's like a two, there's something more about me shopping. There's something else that happened. Was it like? Well, was there a moment where you tried to shake it, rattle it from my fist and into your own? I may. Have, I do a, have a snatching problem. It's an only child thing. Right. Like, did I feel your hand? Try it. Was there a it, moment it's where? Not my excuse, but
4: did I grab it? There was something else that happened that was outrageous.
3: I, I mean I just I saw your rabid you saw it, like yeah. lust and I thought and then I think the night came in again where I started to try to find you one myself so sweet yeah okay the night yeah. was gonna deliver
4: oh my god Jacqueline I'm actually remembering how sweet you were about it because you were like you'll find one you'll find one and I was like yeah oh yeah. my god no, no, I'm sure I, you were soothing me in this way it's outrageous
3: I know because but I was trying to maintain the boundaries of not because I I can go the other way which is to immediately dump it on you yeah like take mine take mine. Right, right. Which I never but would have
4: taken it. You have to, you have to know.
3: Yeah. Unless it was so clear that like I had no need for it. Yeah. If it was, if it was truly meaningless to you, but. And I truly didn't want it, et cetera, et cetera. Well, there was a time, it reminds me of an act of utter selflessness. Like I think one of the true acts of utter selflessness. Okay. So, you know, um, like a taco salad when it comes in the fried uh, tortilla bowl shell. Of course. So me and my my oldest dearest friend growing up when we were like 12 we get dropped off at the mall uh or we you know get get to go away from one of our mothers and wander the mall ourselves for a few mm-hmm. hours and we would go to this at the food cart we go to Zap- Zapato's okay and um and get the taco salad and you know it was just we like we we just looked forward to this taco salad all the time. This is the only place where we had the fried tortilla shell bowl, which, I mean, you know, is very exciting. Okay. Now, I know there's a lot of, you know, maybe in California, you know, you were having them every day. Okay. But this mall food court restaurant, so we would get it and it just, I mean, it had everything, you know, the beans, the cheese, the lettuce, the everything you could want, the guacamole, the salsa. I mean, (laughs) okay. in that delicious, and it was a really good one, the shell. And so we'd take it and we'd eat it in, like, this, just this pure intensity. Like, we'd just, like, eat it, eat it, eat it. And I remember, like, we got, da- like, savor every bite. And we get down to the final bit and I would eat, like, faster most likely. And my friend got down to where she had, like, this one perfect, like, ripped off piece, like, perfect fried, ripped off piece of the side that had, like, some lettuce, some beans. <laughs> like, like, just the perfect almost. thing. Yeah. yeah. And it was almost like it was the last bite. And she just said, have it.
4: Wait, wait, hang on. You were sharing a
3: salad? No. She took... I had finished mine. And she somehow, she just decided, she knew that it would be so outrageous, right? It would be so outrageous that she was actually able to get the joy of taking me from believing that I had no more. <sighs> yeah. Beautiful. And knowing that the joy I would get would be to be brought from the depth of... I have no more taco salad left to there's a bite ahead of me. Yeah. That emotional leap would be so much bigger than even just her just getting her final bite, which who cares? Beautiful. Pure, pure, pure love. The the other night. Tacos and salad I was eating, okay? A delivery with Chris. And I thought we had both dumped our tacos, like, onto the salad in this way. And so and then we're just eating the salads because we're watching something. Yeah. Yum, yum, yum. We both finish our salads at the same time. I close up my box. And then what do I see? He just sort of, like, sets his salad aside. And, like, out of nowhere comes... Produces a taco. The original box with with, with the two tacos. And I was like, you bastard. I was like, you bastard. (laughs) You know, like, like, I thought we were on the same... The same track. And you're actually just heading into the best part of the meal.
4: Yeah. So what happened?
3: Nothing. I just noted it and, um, and and said I better pay more I better pay more careful attention. You know, if I wanna not experience the jealousy. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want
4: to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunfee's.
2: Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all.
4: This is yeah. pivoting way off
3: completely. And off, I want to talk like about it. when you thought you were going to die on the plane because I have something to say about that. Wait, remind me. I don't remember. Well, something because I never got to tell you.
4: <gasps> oh, let's talk about this. This was recent. Right, you'll remember
3: the other thing. So was I on a plane too? No. You texted no, I was me alone. from a plane, okay? Yeah. And you said to me something I was coming like, back from "New York, yeah." You said to me something like, um, "The electricity has just gone out on half the plane. They said it has something to do with the engines."
4: Okay, I have something to say here. I have something to say here. Just for context. Don't reveal the truth, though. I won't. I have, a I, want, Un- okay. I have a United Airlines flight credit, which is, of course, hell on earth. So right. I've been texting Jacqueline. So I bought a United flight. Whatever. I had to cancel it because of COVID stuff. I have this credit for United that I'm begrudgingly like, I have to spend this. I haven't been on a United plane in 4,000 <laughs> years. And I was instantly gutted by the quality of life on the United plane. And I have okay. to say, like, the first time. What did I tell you? You said never.
3: Because you texted me.
4: Yeah. I was, like, I was like, I texted you from coach and I was
3: like, <sighs> I'm in United Airlines. And I told you, because I, I always thought it was bullshit. Okay. United is the first time I realized that what plane brand you're on matters. Is real. No, I, know, I know. I was like, get me to Delta. I was
4: shocked when I went on United flight once. I, 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 I couldn't believe it. It was. And by the way, my the plane was an old plane, which I know all airlines have that. But this was. So even a Delta main cabin experience yeah. is way above this. And by the way, I spent a little extra to be in like in, a, in economy an ILC. Plus. It was like economy plus. And I said, yeah. what's the plus folks? Because I can't locate I can't it at all. Locate anything
3: that w- could be worse.
4: Yeah. And there were these other factors with the flight. Like I was sitting there. It was like, <laughs> it was like a plane full of like outcasts. <laughs> it was like, everyone was like, Having the worst year of like the worst yeah.
3: day of their life. Yeah,
4: <laughs> just
3: shuttle to hell. Yeah, it was a shuttle, shuttle to the island to of the misfit. It was
4: like every every thing that you would hate, like every like kind of fellow passenger doing the activity and the. Oh wow! Right, this always happens when you're on an aisle and people are unaware of <laughs> like take your backpack off, put it to the front of your body. You're slamming people's heads. Like that kept happening. Also, I was oh, meant to say yeah. swinging it around on both legs of this United journey. The flight attendants multiply, multiple times like bumped into me and other, pa- like <laughs> I saw it happening, like them like knocking the cart. Like, have you ever had your body knocked by a Delta cart? Absolutely <gasps> not. We all know to keep the elbows in. Something else was happening. Anyway, yeah. The flight, it, it was horrifying and every kind of like, it was just the strangest group. Okay. Anyway, I text
3: you. No, I'm just taking it all in. So I just, I was, I've always assumed that <gasps> any big flight. Oh my God. What?
4: just another detail I don't want to forget yeah. is that midair at one point I had to pee <laughs> so bad okay I was avoiding the bathroom because I went into it once and it was a literal flush like from the 80s like an old flush the, the plane was so old a I was flush. shocked it reeked of piss like an mm. actual like oh, versus what a button or like, whatever like at a home toilet yeah versus oh, a button versus it was like an actual
3: lever right, you, you, I was like you open the toilet you just see a, a hole gas. straight to San Francisco below <laughs> <laughs>
4: I was completely aghast. So I had to pee. I get up. This guy goes in in front of me and he's in there for so long where I said, well, I am not going in there. And I really had to pee. Not going into his hell throne. So I was close to the first class. Can you believe this? So there's a curtain at this point. I hate United so much. There's a curtain separating me and cabin from first class. I boldly push the curtain aside and do a straight catwalk. I see that it's open to the first class bathroom. I go in there. Well, you
3: know that you can't go up there. You got to act like you belong. It is It is better. Yeah. I act, yeah, exactly.
4: Pissed. You have to
3: look, <laughs> you have to look like you're someone that accidentally got rerouted, like back, like someone's pushed you through the curtain. You fell, you fell, you tumbled through the curtain back into coach. And now you're rightfully reclaiming your place in first. Well, also, cause
4: I was like, oh, this is how, cause if somebody said, because cause in my mind, I went, okay, so a flight attendant says, hi, you really can't use this bathroom. I go, okay. Like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Do you
3: know what I mean? And like, if I say- You could go, oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize the bathrooms were actually-
4: No, I, no, I wouldn't even say that. I'd be like, I it was an emergency. I already had my head. I go, it's an emergency, which is so disgusting. Because <laughs> that only conjures like diarrhea. But- Oh, I, meaning um, it was
3: your emergency. It was an emergency. And I figured, which would you rather- you do
4: but my that kind of gall only came from
3: my anger toward united okay going right. back to me texting you so you text and i'm like well a couple things you're like so the electricity has gone off on half the plane yeah, yeah we're sitting by the sorry this is when we're sitting we're on the we're on the jet
4: weight going to leave well this I've is never experienced this, this. Is, i've never experienced this this on a plane everything powered off the airflow stopped the lights stopped on one side and on the entire plane okay the most eerie silence. And I'm going, and it's that's actually less scary to me weirdly
3: than, than if it were half. Okay. But anyway, go on.
4: It was I see what you're saying, but it was scary because it was like the airflow stopped. The, it was suddenly getting so hot. And I'm going, Where's our pilot?
1: <laughs>
4: I'm expecting an immediate or a flight attendant folks, coming. On. I got you. Hey folks, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, we had to turn something off. It'll yeah. be on. We are left there to die. Yeah. To choke on yeah. fear. I could not believe <laughs> it. And I was like, this is unacceptable. Are you looking around going, how am I getting out? It's just no one, just nothing, just no one. And then after a couple minutes, it was brief, but not so brief that I didn't expect an announcement. Everything comes back. The pilot comes on and goes, hey, folks, um, we're having an electricity issue with the plane. Somebody's going to come fix it up. We don't expect that much of a delay. And then I start to go.
3: Should I get off? Oh,
4: never actually okay. did I really entertain that, but I was just nervous. And I'm
3: not a nervous flyer. Here's what I experienced, Okay. Here's what I experienced. You say, you know, I'm on the plane, whatever. And you say the thing's turned off and da, da, da. Okay. You're like, am I dead? Am I dead? Okay. Or whatever. Right. And I was like, I was like, I think you're fine. Okay. I thought you were in the air. Jacqueline, what? We've never acknowledged. (laughs) I know. There was never time. There's always too much to talk about. Wait, wait,
4: wait. Jacqueline, what? You know, I can't text from the plane. My phone won't let me. It's an eternal struggle.
3: No, I just, I didn't. I believed you were (gasps) like maybe on your computer through the Wi-Fi, whatever. Okay. I just assumed like. Because that's why I assumed th- that you were afraid and seeking comfort because you're in the air and something fucked up's happening.
4: Terrifying. That's really scary. And you're oh. like, you're
3: saying it's something with the engines. And I'm like, well, were yeah, you scared for great. me, Jacqueline? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. At first. I can't believe we haven't talked about this. <laughs> okay. This is unreal. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, this is what's so disturbing. This is why everything is terrifying in life because... What am I going to do in that moment? I'm going to say you should be afraid. You should you should jump out the side. You yeah, know? yeah. I love you. No matter what happens. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's like start saying your goodbyes. Yeah. yeah. It's not. It's not. And so it pretty quickly you you clarified that you were still on the ground. At which point I had to decide whether to tell you to you know run for your life. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but then you shared with me and it really made me laugh and it I've, I've thought about it ever since. You shared with me the panic texts you sent your mother. In which I'm gonna I'm gonna deliver I'm gonna deliver the I quote. I screen grabbed and sent to you.
4: Okay, great. Cause you're the you're like the exact audience for you're the only okay. person I would could send You're this like to. there's
3: like some issue with the plane, you know, almost like if it goes down, or like just wanna say and then just you've been extraordinary. To your mother. Do you have the yeah, I'm yeah, like what did I actually say? Oh you my definitely mom said like Stop. you definitely the words like I just want you to know or yeah. whatever, but you've been extraordinary. Yeah. not yeah. you were extraordinary not you know you are extra- <laughs> just you've been like it's this it leaves just enough space for the fact that like there was there's something about the you've been yeah it is so yeah. Yeah. perfectly <laughs> located inside of one at the moment of one's death yeah like you yeah. have been and and are yeah and just you've been extraordinary saying that to your mother it, it's like it's almost like a maternal sentiment like totally it's like in that moment by virtue of your proximity to death yours being yeah. you're more proximal to death than your mother you take on a kind of wise grace right totally yeah to be able to, to, be able to call your mother and how she has been extraordinary yeah it was amazing yeah. and I, and i was all, i was sort of um i was sort of moved and impressed by <laughs> by the calm in that yeah there's just something really like beautiful about saying extraordinary and I know what it means like from you and about your mother and I, I know the whole like the whole of what it means I see an elderly wise Kate that is grizzled oh my God. okay a dog with gray hair <laughs> okay yeah okay and I, I see it you an old wolf woman <laughs> you know what I mean and um yet it was coming out of you as a very young woman towards you know an older woman in this moment where you, by virtue of just neuroses, believe you're at, at death, but you're not, you weren't seeking her to make you feel anything. You were actually, literally, giving to her. Yeah, setting, wow. I mean, that's what I got out of it. I did not, I thank really, you. You, you transcended your own fear there. I love you. Wow, thank you.
4: Yeah, you know, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and my, my mom, of course, immediately responded like, stop. Yeah. Like, remember she was like, baby, no. Yeah. She was like... <laughs> Like telling me not to. Yeah, um, which makes sense. But then I, but then she, of course, was like, you know,
3: she eventually was like, they're not going to fly, but it's not safe. And yeah. I was like, right, of course, of course, of course. And I think it's better to know, when they note an issue on the ground. Because get, you know, when, you know, when the, the issues happen, when they zipped off. Oh, yes, it is, folks. I don't want to be flying over
4: Iowa when they go. So
3: the engines are down. Yeah, because yeah, they zipped well, off, also, believing everything the- was OK. Someone's looking out if they if they clock an issue on the ground, I say you know, the most dangerous moments of
4: flying are the, I think the first five yeah. minutes or uh, that's when things are likely to go south if they're going to go south. And so I had a little bit of like, the anxiety wasn't even that bad, but we got up there. And then I was, I had, was, I was I was grateful that I was alive and the plane was working. So the hell of United somehow sunk a little into the background. And I will mm. say this, one leg of the United flight was pure. So the, the way oh, there was the coming. horrifying, what? No, I remember what you did. You worked. Wait, I don't remember. For the right. first time. Oh, you're my God. Like, oh, okay. Okay, so this is huge. On the way, on the, on the outbound United flight, I was horrified by everyone around me. I mean, people are being wheeled on oh in, like,
3: full body casts. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm I remember I told it's you, hard. I told you, um, I told you, you can still <laughs> achieve a kind of ecstasy in a coach seat. I, like, I, like, yeah, I told so. you. I was, like, it's possible. Like, you're going to get your coffee. Like, no, like exactly. you will be served a drink. I,
4: I, it was so... I could not believe the people that were being brought on this flight and everyone like screaming. It was just, it was the craziest thing in the world. It was (laughs) right. It was, it was the bassoon, uh, the, the, you know, it was a full brass brand,
3: full brass and the
4: the flight attendants not knocking into, knocking into us. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was outrageous. And so then I go, I'm going to turn this (laughs) around. I'm going to work. And for the first time, I'm not exaggerating here for the first time in my life, I actually wrote on a plane and I wrote for hours Uh, somehow, like the hours went away. It It was astonishing. So way back, newer United flight, still annoyed, still like, what part of this is premium plus? What did I pay (laughs) the extra $60 for or whatever? I'm furious. I am moved and I will give this to United by the film selection. Wow. It was a newer plane. The old plane, by the way, had a screen from the 80s that was like trapped on. um, Mm. It was like, yeah, yeah. Like it, it just wouldn't work. Yeah. And I, but also I didn't even want it to work because it was only offering like one movie from 1904. It was like, it was, you know, they're like only playing the great dictator or something. It was insane. And so on the way back, (laughs) newer plane screens (gasps) moved by the film selection. Wait, what did I watch? I watched the Anthony Bourdain doc. Right. And you were like, I watched something strange. What was it? Oh, then I watched Charlie's angels.
3: (laughs) But, um, no, no, no. When you find something you want, I mean, it's how I discovered the 911 programming. Of course. I couldn't believe the selection on United, I have to say. But the containment, I will say for Coach, there's a kind of ecstasy in just how close you are to other people and yet you thus have to define your space merely through your focus alone. Yeah. You have to define your space. So that's where writing, working on a plane, you know, in the smallest United seat, you have your tray. It's like you have so little, but then you get to enjoy it and you get to savor it like a single cracker. And often yeah. there is literally a single cracker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's a weird kind of pleasure in not being able to move your elbows, but making it work. Like that's why the coffee yeah. becomes so valuable. Like, oh, actually, they came I around. I never
4: drink plain coffee, but I had a plain coffee on the United flight as I landed. And it was rat piss. <laughs> 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 but but it was, but I could enjoy it because I had worked, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, there is no substitute for when you're finally facing the thing you're, you're putting on, like cream off.
3: and sugar, it's such a cream and sugar scenario. I mean, and I say, like, I had a little cream in a packet. Yeah, and I'll say, I'll say, um, sometimes I'll do a little cream. It's like, I don't know. There's something that just feels very 1980s about about drinking a little coffee in a pleasurable way. You know, oh, I'm a businesswoman of the 1980s. Oh, of course. I'm gonna drink oh, yeah. like small coffee and have my horrible coffee mm-hmm. breath. I'm landing in New York. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm a woman of the '90s now, and 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 I'm doing a bit of yeah. It's fun to be a hag in that way. God, you know, just, you've been extraordinary. It'd be interesting to know you at 99. Oh my! Well, often thinking about you, yeah. And I always assume I knock no wood. I I make I assume there's no reason to knock wood. There's no re- like. We don't have to make constant accounts for the fact that death may strike at any moment. Right. (laughs) So I will continue to speak of us at 95. I mean, can you imagine? Oh, well, obviously,
4: as I've said, thinking
3: about being
4: old and you being old, thinking about friendship sustains. It it allows, it's it's the true, it brings me great comfort to think about being old and knowing you. Okay, so I'll pivot wildly into the final section. Something I prepared today to eat as as we all I want to say that as we all know, I took months off social media, I relapse, and I'm you know oh, I can really? say that, yeah, fully, um You're scrolling your thumb is moving, I would say it's a full relapse, yeah, <laughs> I would say because i'm i've I've had mornings waking up immediately looking at it, doing scrolling, mm. and continuous yes i i would i would I would call it a full relapse, yeah, and in this relapse, which by the way, now I've since deleted, and um going back to staying off. And I have to say one thing that was really hard that I missed was on the poog Instagram, reading all the beautiful messages from from you people. Oh,
3: no, you're going to encourage them. OK, I mean, oh, I mean. No, but no, but no, but, <laughs> but, but no, but, but, but truly. But anyway, the point is, I, no, I mean, encourage them to DM, which is like a hell space. I mean, yeah. I, I, I say if you if you something you need to communicate, email the email address located at the top. DMs are impossible to manage.
4: Sure. But no, but the DMs DMs are really hard to manage. If you have something more pressing, I'd bring it to the yeah. to the Gmail. But anyway, I was loving it and feeling very, very happy. Include the words gift in the subject and you might get ahead
3: of the line.
4: Oh, but in my relapse, I saw this thing, which maybe other people have seen, which was like Jennifer Aniston ate this salad every day for 10 years, which is, of course, oh. a shocking lie and not possible.
3: I but saw anyway. that Courtney and Jennifer ate this salad every day of friends for <gasps> 10 years. I saw that it was that they both ate it. it was the headline so, I saw. What's in it? Okay, so
4: I was looking at it and I go, that's good. Okay, um, Feta, red I made pepper. it. I made it twice. I've made it twice. Today I made it again. And I have to say, it's really delicious. And you know what I really like about it? It's just very filling. If it's it a squeeze really of lemon is. as dressing. No, I'm no sweetheart. Absolutely not. So here's what it is. The recipe says quinoa or bulgur wheat. I enjoyed bulgur wheat personally. Funny, I thought it was a salad. No, exactly. So so it's a warm salad. It's It's a You won't, it's carb. There are beans and grain in it, hence the bean filling. Yeah. So bulgur wheat. Right. Chickpeas. Right. You chop up cucumber. You chop up red onion. You chop up parsley. Just tabbouleh. You chop up... Mint. We're in a tabbouleh I mean, landscape. Absolutely, to, it's it's to to, it's, a tabouli, it's a tabbouleh. It's a tabbouleh profile completely. Mm. The only difference is there are no tomatoes and there's more. What else? I mean, and then you add feta. You add feta. It was there's my no first lettuce. guess was feta. Everyone loves feta in the nineties. So you had feta, lemon juice, olive oil, okay. tons of salt and pepper. <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah. And you know
3: what? I, How big though? Because yeah. like to me, there's nothing in there that takes up space. The volumetrics it's are big. off for me.
4: No, but the volume, well, you're not gonna want to hear this, but the volume is the cucumber
3: and the chickpeas.
4: Well, I'll take it from the cucumber. But what I did is I made this giant one and then I, you know, ate part of it, put the rest mm. in the fridge. And
3: I've never been able to do that.
4: I know. And oh and did I say walnuts? I also added walnuts, so the recipe says pistachio, but I have to say I loved it. And um mm. there's another thing that's very 80s slash 90s. My mother eats this from time to time. And I went over, it was like, felt like such regression. Like I went to my parents' house to pick something up and it was it was like 11 a.m. and I was starving. I hadn't eaten. I was like, oh, I'm hungry. Like, what? like what's the thing that Mama? she
3: will do? Cottage cheese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you eat cottage cheese? I love cottage cheese. It's heaven. The smaller the curd, the better. But yes, I love so it.
4: I've been really scared. I've been, you know, in this constant push-pull with dairy and um, <laughs> of trying to avoid it, but why? Yeah. Right? And I go, well, I know why. And I go, but it brings me so much joy, so... Yeah. It's the candle. Today I actually purchased cottage cheese, mm. um, grass-fed half and half, because I realized my morning coffee. You're back. I want half and half, okay? I'm back. I mean, well, I still have the ago, coconut milk, was... and I bought more New Barn coconut right. milk because I was enjoying it so much for smoothies and whatnot. Okay. <laughs> I bought right. cottage cheese. I bought mm. grass-fed half and half. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to do dairy, you really should try to do grass-fed.
3: Well, yeah.
4: I mean, what, what else are they eating? Corn. And then... Um, I bought some Greek yogurt. So, But the point that I'm trying to say is that my, my mother does is she does cottage cheese with like a chopped up mango or like some kind of fruit, right? Like a pineapple? Uh, sure, but more so okay. like she'll do mango or she'll do apple or something, but then nuts, almonds, roasted almonds on top, cinnamon. She puts like mm. some stevia on there or something, but the point is that I haven't purchased cottage cheese in my entire life. That's
3: kind of what oh, the moral of the story is. Cheese. And I did today. And cottage cheese is ecstasy. And I'm really and The small excited. curd, the small curd kind. And it kept me full. Is That's the thing. I'm like, it's like this, it's like this. It's like, <sighs> okay. I know that sound upsets <laughs> some people. Okay. But there's something, I feel like a little salt. You do a little salt on it. Oh, wow. I just couldn't believe
4: that I was actually satiated because so many breakfast items, unless I'm eating eggs, you know, and like, Another thing I love to do is I've been on a charred. I've been on a charred revolution.
3: Charring what? Ch- Sorry, charred,
4: like Swiss chard. Swiss chard, sauteed.
3: Oh, oh! I thought you were talking about a charred romaine.
4: Swiss chard, sauteed mm-hmm. in a pan with tons of salt and pepper and um, lemon, olive oil.
3: I guess I was raised with it being called chard. Chard. I don't know. Swiss chard. And then I fry some
4: eggs and put them over the chard. It's, it's it's like heavenly
3: well, a fried egg.
4: Well, by the way, an olive oil fried egg. Mm. And I'm, what I'm talking about is a Pre- preferable to butter for you. Uh, yes, actually. And what I'm talking about also is when you take you have to do this in a regular like stainless steel pan. Okay. You pour the olive oil in. You crack the egg in. You walk away. It you walk screams away. the amount of bubbling. Well, you don't walk away because you don't want to yeah. you know, burn the house down. But you have to stand back because the the oil is popping. It's wild, and the 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 olive oil fries the egg in a way that is so wild and you kind of shift the pan, allow the oil to go over the top yes, of the egg. Yes. And it's just, it's crispy heaven. Mm. So I'll fry up a couple of eggs in the olive oil, put it on top fried of the eggs, chard fried eggs, fried and eggs, suddenly fried I'm in Tuscany. Eggs.
3: Yeah. If you could only have an egg one way, I think it's over easy. If you could For only me, have oh, an egg one way. Oh,
4: interesting. Right. For me, it's over medium forever. I, I really, well, I was going with- to say
3: over, I was going to say over medium, but the reason is because do you want any, any, any bright yolk to run? Yes. And do you accept that as part of, do you think that's part of medium? To me, ideally it is. I'm really glad we're having this conversation.
4: Yes. To my me, idea I, the way I prepare, yeah. yes, there is some run. Absolutely.
3: It's maybe more But you're guaranteed that nowhere else is gonna be undercooked. That's what you're that's why you order. Exactly. So I cannot handle over medium. But I've ordered over medium a couple of times and gotten something where it's hard. Where it's yeah, it's it's basically hard. And and so I, I uh-huh. have to sort of split the difference. And basically feel out the mm. chef. Okay. But
4: over easy, over easy you have the gelatinous the gelatinous white. You the gelatinous white, you think? Over easy? Yeah, I can't handle that. Yeah. <sighs> absolutely. If there needs to over be over easy. I know but- I'm sorry. I'm thinking oh my god, guys. Sunny side up? side up? Sunny sunny setup. I'm thinking of sunny setup, which is over easy is when they is when you flip it and then you what?
3: basically serve it, right? Yeah. Okay. I over I- easy. Okay, I've lost the thread. I got news for you sunny side up to me and over i thought sunny side up was over easy i guess i mean or i've been that's what i've been ordering i'm googling over easy egg i'm sorry i'm googling versus over
4: easy over easy is maybe actually more what i love which is gently you turn it over just once so it cooks a little but it's still very that's heaven wait yeah that is heaven
3: oh wait hold on what's the difference between over easy and sunny side up i'm sorry it's i need to hear it are you ready yeah Okay, to make a sunny-side-up egg with fully-cooked whites, which is what we want, right? Right? We want the white co- fully-cooked. Yeah, dear
4: God, yes, right? I don't want that.
3: We're not there for that, right? You can gently I mean, that's run the thing I had to spatula stop. Yeah. spatula yeah. through the whites to spread out the runnier part of the, ew, albumin, or whatever. Ew, <laughs> which is, which is, oh my God, okay. okay. Cook undisturbed until the white is set, but not rubbery, and the yolk is still runny one to two minutes, Okay. So that's the dream of proper sunny side up, To help cook the top of the egg.
4: (gasps) Okay, is it going to involve water? You add a
3: teaspoon of water and a lid.
4: Yep, yep. This will change your life. The steam to cook the white. That will change. Listen to me. I'm just excited. I'm not mad. No, I'm thrilled. (laughs) That's the trick. And that changed my life. And that's what I did for years. That's what I've always done for years until lately I've been on the olive oil. Well, another way, are you ready? Another way to set the egg
3: is to quote baste it by spooning a little fat over the white during cooking. And that's where you're doing what you're oh. doing using the oil. The, but I want
4: to just make that clear for everyone at home, because everyone go try this. It's shocking. You crack the egg into the pan. Yes. This is huge. It's cooking. It's cooking. Then mm. you take, and you can just eyeball this around a tablespoon, sometimes two tablespoons. You put that into the pan, not on top of the egg, but like next to the pan, mm-hmm. right? So it creates steam. You put the top on. I am not kidding you. It's going to cook perfect. It's going to cook perfectly. You're going to shock your friends. You're going to shock it your family. It does. Okay, olive oil steam. What? Must. No, sorry. You pour it water, it not. Oh, olive oil. you said this olive is oil. Non olive oil. <gasps> I'm so sorry. Oh my god, what kind of person am I? Because I was
3: about to raise the question. You used water. Open I'm sorry. All right. And it's then- water. It's
4: water. It's water. Which which sounds so repulsive. Like I'm going to put water in with the eggs and tell. Okay. Them, and then
3: yeah. hold on. I figured it out. No, it makes perfect sense. Now what I'm imagining is a little is a little lid that covers your yolk. Okay, it keeps it separate from the. This is me Ew. inventing. It keeps it separate from the egg, steaming the steamy <laughs> egg. But if you move fast enough, in theory, the, the white should cook way faster than the yolk. That's so what happens. Be fine.
4: And you have the perfect running. And I'm going to do it tomorrow morning. Wait, I realized what overeasy is. I'm pretty
3: sure. Why? To make an over? Flip overe- it once. Yeah. Okay, but. but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. to make an overeasy egg, fry the egg until the bottom has set. Use a spatula, gently flip it. And cook until the white is set, but the yolk is still fully running. So basically, yeah. if I'm served either of those options in a restaurant, I'm happy. Okay. Over easy or over medium. Yeah. Same. Wait, I didn't even get to over medium. Uh, over medium is just more time. You just right, but sunny just, side yeah. up versus over easy. Sunny side up is scary. No, but Kate, this is what you're missing. You need to listen to me, okay? Listen to me okay, very sorry, closely. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. What I okay. just read is that to do over to do sunny side up right. You do the process that you just described, the one with the water. (gasps) That's the true sunny side up with a non-runny white. That's the ideal (sighs) sunny side up. Well, I don't see anyone doing that. When I think
4: of sunny side up, what I think of is a classic like diner egg where the top, there isn't that cooked film. It's just pure hell. It's pure
3: amniotic fluid jiggling at 9 a.m.
4: I mean, you don't mean clear. You
3: just mean it's it's already cooked to the point of being white, at least. It's just not crispy or it's not. Yes, but
4: it's just the jiggle. I don't and I, I don't when you're when you, when you cut into a sunny side up egg and there's that gelatinous yes. film that is completely unacceptable to me. And I cannot tolerate it. Similarly, I cannot tolerate it in a poached egg. That's why I just started recently. Um, I sort of with a poached egg. I, I want to close my eyes hard. and
3: pray and take a bite.
4: No, I don't do that myself. That's if it's like, I'll be like, can you please put the medium to heart? Okay. All right. We did it. We really did. Love you. Love you. That was POOG. If you enjoyed POOG, please subscribe, rate, and review. If not, we will press charges.
3: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp.